Welcome to the Amplify the Soul Show. I'm Dr. Sharon Elephant, the plug, and I'm Dr. Shadia, the outlet. Woo-wee. Let's get right to it. What you want to talk about first? Should we go straight into how we became the plug and the outlet? Yep, definitely. Right. Well, the outlet is critical to the success of everyone's life. So let's hear what that's all about. Yes. So I am a forensic psychologist and watch out now. Right. So the outlet, I made myself the outlet because for one, it goes well with the plug. And we know in order to plug anything into an outlet, you know, I'm not going to go all into the electricity, but I'm here to provide the wellness part of the podcast, which, you know, me and Dr. Sharon do very well together. You can't have the plug without the outlet. So that's how I came up with the outlet. So, Dr. Sharon, tell them how you came up with the plug. I love it. And so obviously the plug can't function without an outlet, right? So the plug comes to you with all sorts of access to resources, introductions, partnerships, how to function in life. And together we just make this total connection. So we're excited to share with you guys just sort of our journey, how we got here, what made us who we are today, how we amplify our soul, how we're going to amplify your soul. So... Amplify the soul. Why did, how did we come up with Amplify the Soul? Ooh, I like that. That's good. Okay. I remember, but God, this happened so freaking fast. It really we, did. Were we on the phone or were we like, texting? Yeah. I just like, I hit Dr. Sharon up and I was like, we should do a podcast. And remember, I had like a list of all these like keywords and I sent her a list. Oh, there's like 50 keywords in my phone, like yeah. at least 50. And then, you know, in the iPhone and the messages, yes. you just see that shit keep popping. Like my phone notification just yes. kept going up. Shadia made an edit. Shadia made an edit. And the list just kept going. What's some of the words we use? And like, I, ooh. Empowerment. Empowerment. Amplify was one before we came yeah. up with the show. And I think Amplify kind of really spoke to both who we are as we look at community and connection, mm -hmm. right? Because one of the things, both of us being in business, one thing business owners cannot do, if they're not mentally well, they can't really show up for themselves. And we are really trying to get to those people, those everyday boots on the ground people that need support because that's pretty much what we both do. Mm, amen to that. Yeah. And I think that, you know, Amplify for us also is just sort of the symbolism to the type of life we want, yes. like extravagance and fun yes, and relaxate. Like I want my peace. relaxation and peace amplified to the max, but I want my like celebrations amplified. I want my bank account Amplified. Oh, yeah. And I think that's really just how we kind of came up with yep. Amplified. It just made sense. Everything. Yeah. Times 20 times. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. So we want, we're excited to like come together and just share all sorts of yes. crazy stories and what keeps us up at night, how we address that. What keeps her up at night because I go to sleep. She sleeps way I better than I do. all my eight hours. That's Mid forties. Yes. That's because she doesn't have two pit bulls in bed with her. Yeah. That could be my problem. Yeah. To that, my two pitbull kind of buddies. Mm -hmm. That but other side of bed is empty for me. So they amplify my life though. I know my son amplifies myself. Oh yeah. Yep. All right. So let's kind of go into maybe how did we really come together and like what made us like our bond so strong since the day we met and we've known each other for what? 
three, four, five yep. years, yeah, something, something like that now. That. Yep. Who introduced us? us? Who was my, it? My, my um, bro, Q-Bone. Q-Bone, yes. that's right. Oh, Q-Bones, yes. we love you. Thank you for Q-bone. giving us like yes. just the in-depth of this family yes. relationship. Definitely. Yeah. Yep. We were coming together for a, a TV show or something like that, right? Yeah, like on, was it like the fight against racism and something to do with the community yeah. and race? Definitely. Yeah. Gangs. And um, mm-hmm. that's how we met. Mm-hmm. And I think we kind of just connected after that. And yep. we realized that we did. I think the first thing we were both doctors. We didn't know that in, right. as we introduced each other. And then it just we built from there. Yep. Connecting and each other to things. And it just kind of bloomed into what you all see now. And it amplified the soul. <laughs> Constant <laughs> amplification. I just yes. love it. Okay. So then we like really dove into education and academics yes, together. We definitely. both are professors at local universities and mm-hmm. universities across the country. Yep. Then we got more into nonprofit, nonprofit. work. Definitely. Yep. I'll never forget that first day we ever did an event at Martin Luther King Elementary School handing out the school oh, supplies. Yeah. That was really yes, fun. Definitely. That was fun. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what we are about community connection and healing. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. And I think that's what like really bonded us too is the similarity between the cultures of how we operate and how we come together. My favorite saying is it takes a village to raise a child. And listen, (laughs) in Los Angeles, it takes a village to raise and to just like survive here. And I'm not originally from here, but I've been here 13 years and I knew instantly I had to have my village here. You know, I have a global village Mm -hmm. and you've got your village. But I think that connection, just knowing we had to do this together was what did it. And one of the things that really connected me to you is because I was born and raised here, specifically South Central Los Angeles, South Central (laughs) and the work that you was doing in the community. You know, because a lot of times people come into the mo- the community and they want to be saviors. Yeah. And you was just straight up like, this is what I do. Yeah. And you were really about uplifting the black and brown community. So I was like, oh, I dig her. Yeah. Like for real. Yeah. We can do some work together. Oh, yeah. It's, um, you know, I didn't necessarily grow up with, um, a diverse community. Mm-hmm. I was, I'm from a small town in Oregon. My mm-hmm. family's originally from, um, you know, outside the United States. I mm-hmm. like to call myself a Middle Eastern mutt, then moved into like New York. And then of course, New York to San Francisco and Oakland. And then somehow I ended up coming from Oregon. In Long Beach. And yep. And then moved here to Long Beach. Yeah. But I just find it like really fascinating that, you know, where I felt most at home and the most welcome was in the black and brown community. I've never felt so welcomed in my life. I've never felt so just immediately adopted into a family. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes when I actually go back to Oregon, like I feel so out of place. It's not, um, it's not as open arms. There are parts Mm -hmm. of Oregon that are open arms, but not like the family that I have Mm -hmm. here in Los Angeles with you and with, you know, the areas that I spend majority of my time in Compton, Mm -hmm. Watts, Inglewood, South LA. I'm right. It's where I constantly spend my time. Long Beach. Right. And, you know, culturally we've always pretty much been open. Yeah. If you solid and you down, that's, you know, what's important to us. So we welcome you. I appreciate that. Yeah. And, and that's what I love. And that's the family I crave. 
Mm-hmm. That's that village that, you know, it takes a village to raise a child. Definitely. Maybe I was that child. I need a whole village to raise me. Well, you got a village now. You, def- you definitely yeah. got a village. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. There's this concept too. And I, I find it really interesting and kind of applicable to like all the communities mm-hmm. that we serve in. And uh, it's this concept called Tukunawam which Mm -hmm. means to heal the world. It's one of my favorite concepts to talk about because Mm -hmm. for me and not being like religious, but like Mm -hmm. more spiritual and how can I connect to people? It just, it gave me that foundation of community. And so I try to use that as my foundation. And we've talked about that as the community work that we do Mm -hmm. too. So, you know, I just, we all together want to heal the world and where the community opens you and welcomes you. That's the community Mm -hmm. that you want to serve. Right. And we want to interview people from all walks of life. Right. But the common thing is community and connection and healing and what their experiences have been, you know, because it's a journey. It's a, I'm, I'm in therapy. I continue to go to therapy it helps me really show up in my business. It helped me grow, show up as a professor. It helps me show up as a parent, a sister, mm, a friend, mm, Yeah, you know, so I have to continue to do healing and kind of break the cycle, yeah. break that generational trauma. Right. And that's what we're trying to do in the community, but also give people the empowerment to, if you want to pivot in your career, if you want to pivoting your relationships, your mm, business. Mm. That's what we're here to do. And we're going to have so many things we're going to be oh offering. Yeah. Like they, we can't tell y'all yet, but it'll be coming. And I think that's what we're about. Yeah, I think so. Oh, mid-check break. Let me give a quick shout out to Ceremonics that has donated yes. a bunch of equipment to us. Major shout out to LJ and Purple Banter yes. for really taking us on yes, and yes, yes, helping yes, us create. Yes. And, and shout out to 40 Tons. Man. Oh man. Yes. 40 Tons, Tony, Anthony. Yes. You exactly. Know, we're here live at the 40 Tons. Yeah, we are. Man, everything just came together right and that's the importance of connection yeah and we really we couldn't function without monty and her shout out monty always capturing the best shit that ever happens yes most people will not see Mm -hmm. right monty right Uh uh-huh yeah yes we'll see there's a lot of blackmail Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. so is this like the intro okay can we stop and then yeah you want to reset yeah (laughs) What do you, it's is hot. it? Yeah, it is hot. Yeah, <laughs> I was, take this one everywhere. Mm. I take both of them. One time, one time we went out to um, breakfast at the breakfast bar in Long Beach. Oh my God. She had this thing that goes wraps around your neck it's and it fan. just, and it sits like the air is just like blowing out you like Literally. This. We were outdoors sitting at the It was so funny. I took it to the Chris Brown concert last week and everybody kept saying, Ooh, she looks oh, she looks like that. Fly with my fan. I went to um we have went to the games um record release party and my cousins was like, put your fan up. They gonna know how old we are. Baby, I am mid-40s. I need my fan. <laughs> and they were smoking in there. I don't smoke. Like oh, you were getting high? And my my um no, I wasn't. I went outside. I take my fan everywhere, charged up at night, and it's with me. You know what? Can Can I say, like, I think I've seen you with your fan on Zoom. Or am I making that shit up? No, you're making that up. I got air conditioning in the house. Okay, I'm just checking. We did not come in heels today. We did bring them, though. Yeah. Just in case, but... But can I say, I live in my... 
She always got them Adidas slippers on. It's either that or my Nike ones. Yep. But you know, I got to be careful. Or those which... Cortez. She loves oh, Cortez. Yeah. I need some other colors, though. I just have the black ones. We're going to order you some more. But there's something weird in that shoe. Something on the ball of my foot, on my big toe in the Cortezes, like, it hurts. Like, after a couple hours, yeah, they're not, like, they're comfy shoes, and I've gone to, like, fairs and stuff in those, but I can't wear those all day. bangers used to wear Cortez. I mean, I'm I'm a G. (laughs) (laughs) Malibu's most wanted. Oregon's most wanted. Oregon's most wanted. But yeah, that's what like mostly that's that's what it was. I mean, they're but they're so comfortable. They are, and they're like they're simple. That's mm-hmm. why I liked them. I went for them because they're simple. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, they are. I guess should we get back to this? Yeah, stuff? definitely. I, I mean, this is all stuff. That, like, I think they like that. Yeah, no. LJ been laughing at us. Yeah, I actually just think. I mean, this is the kind of shit that amplifies exactly. this though. So now we coming back. Look, we've been hot. Okay. Hot. We were getting sweaty. Yes. So Sweat. we had to take a pause. Mm-hmm. So to cut the air on, I'm in my, my mid 40s. So I needed some air, but she was over here hot too. I was, these yeah. Leather pants on. Yeah, these leather pants And are it's hot. about a hundred and some degrees in it LA. Is. But she looked cute yeah. though. We're in Inglewood right now. We are yeah. right next to the forum. Inglewood. <laughs> and it is hot. Yeah, it is. It's supposed to be a scorcher until I heard through like past Labor Day. Yeah, it is. Like 100 plus degrees. Yes, yes, yes. And don't yeah. listen to us because we are not the forecasters. No, but, it's um, just like what I heard. did say mm-hmm. it was going to be really hot, but check your forecast. What? Yeah, right. Yeah, we're Weather.com. <laughs> yeah, one of those, you know, yeah. iPhone, the Google Android yeah, probably yeah. has something, yeah. right? Yeah, definitely. Sure. Yeah. So we are going into another segment, right? Because we were hot. So we were hot. Back. <laughs> But in all seriousness, what ignites your soul, Dr. Sharon? Mm. Well, let's see. Are we going to talk professionally or personally? Or is it kind of like wherever you want? Okay. Wherever the Holy Spirit leads you. Ooh, wherever the Holy Spirit leads me. Ooh, I hope my mama didn't hear that. That's on recording. She might think that's weird. That's okay. (laughs) It's going to have the whatever elephant spirit ignites my soul. Okay. So I'm obsessed with elephants for good reason, right? Because Dr. Elephant over here, government name. <laughs> what ignites my soul? Well, obviously I'm kind of this workaholic. So which we'll address that in another one of these episodes, work-life mm-hmm. balance or something, but what ignites my soul professionally, because I'm really trying to create this life where like, I get to do stuff like this all day and we go have fun. We go out to breakfast on Fridays at 11 AM. That's what actually ignites mm-hmm. my soul is I'm young. I'm 37. I'm going to be turning 38. And I've already created this life of Mm -hmm. some might call it virtual or remote, but I created a professional life for myself Mm -hmm. because that's what ignites Mm -hmm. my personal life to be free. I just wanted freedom. You just want I want to if there's a flight that's thirty nine dollars to Oregon tomorrow to go see my mom and dad, Papa Elephant, I am coming to you tomorrow. I am purchasing that flight and I don't want to have to coordinate Mm -hmm. with anyone. When we film, we may be doing stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, from different locations. Mm -hmm. That's what ignites my soul is freedom. Mm -hmm. Similar, similar. I I agree with that. Freedom is is definitely very important. Mm -hmm. Um, What ignites my soul? Part of that is the freedom because I am a mother. So I like to be able to have that mm. time for my son. Ooh, you treat him so good too. Oh, he's Y'all, so, MVP he's so mom of the year. <laughs> every year. Every he's year. so amazing. 
But the thing, he's one of the things that really ignites my soul and why I go so hard and do all the things that I do because I wanted to have him, wanted to really have a certain life for him, Mm -hmm. right? One where I can really enjoy my career, but one that I was also being present for him. Mm. That was really important for me. So I can have kind of like the best of both worlds. Yeah. So that freedom part that you talk about, it's really important because a lot of times I'm home, I'm able to take him to school, pick him up from school. Yeah. I don't miss any games. You know, if he has something in the middle of the day at school, I can go, you know, so those are the things that is important for me. And that's what kind of sets my soul on fire is being able to be present as a mom, but also enjoy the things that I love, which is my career, being able to spend time with friends and family and out there doing community work. Right. Like literally, those are things that really set my soul on fire and ignite my soul. She's got this great um, yearly, I think you're on your sixth year of the toy drive for the Edwards. Yeah, I think we're going on seven. Yeah. Seven Yes, we're oh, going Mike, on seven. Mike check, Mike fix. Mike check. My <laughs> mic sounds nice. Hi, yes. <laughs> yeah, we're going on seven years. The Edwards wow. Toy Drive, something that I, me and my cousin, Kanisha Edwards, um, she's on my father's side of family. We both have nonprofits. She does a lot of um, community work through Exposed right. Youth. Um, and we came together to do the Edwards Toy Drive. And this year be our seventh annual toy drive that's crazy i know time goes by really yeah. fast yep so we'll we'll talk about that probably in some oh, yeah, upcoming episodes too and, yeah and interviewer oh yeah i'd love yeah, to hear definitely. from her mm-hmm. I lo- you know that's like one thing so when we think about like igniting the soul mm-hmm. for me also that what ignites my soul and you made me just think of this is this community of family mm-hmm. and being able to kind of like keep it in the family. Right. And that's what I love so much about you and the stuff that we do with the community mm-hmm. is we kind of keep it in the family, right? Like even with love wins foundation and mm-hmm. purple banter, like we get to launch this podcast because of like our family connections, you know, right. like I really Definitely. look at LJU and Elof as family to me and mm-hmm. them starting nonprofits and right. being in the community. And we all mm-hmm. kind of, like we started as all professional relationships first, right. just kind of do our thing to serve the kids and the community and then right. became family. And so that's what like that ignites my soul. Right. Like that. And that's important. That makes my arm hairs go up right. and like that like will get me emotional if I like really. Right. Think, think and, the, and the key thing that you said, there's community, which we're about and connection. Mm-hmm. And it's important for our viewers, people that's going to be listening in, you have to really build relation. That's what community is about. Me being in a mental health space, it's important to build relation. That's how you get people to trust you. Everything came together for us because of you built community and connection and trust and relationships. Everybody we're going to interview on this show is going to come to us because of those connections we've established. Yeah. And I think it's important for people to know too, even our relationship, like it's not like we were BFFs overnight. Like we took our time to really build that trust and that foundation and Mm -hmm. like trust and, and, and feeling confident and comfortable and being able to be vulnerable. That's Mm -hmm. like speaks way more volumes than love. Cause I'm in therapy for that right now you know because that's something that I struggle with everyone should be in therapy right and it it took me a long time to warm up yeah it did yeah she was patient it's like dating me 
even friendships it's, it's really like but also like, like from day one like dope yeah. as fuck like we always have yeah. always had a blast Definitely. but i think like just I feel like, and this is a bond you can't break because mm-hmm. of the route we took to get here. Yeah, definitely. Thank you, Cubone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. My boy, my bro. Definitely. Charles, Cubone, Rachel. Yeah. 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 We're going to have him on the show too. Oh my God. I can't wait. Yes. And I know he cooks too, isn't he? Yeah. 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 Snoop Dogg's um, chef. That's right. And E-40 and some, some others. Yeah. Cubone do not show up without food. Oh yeah, he has. I'm to just saying. Food. <laughs> he has do to not show food. up without food. Definitely. Well, we should interview him first so we could get food. Oh, ooh. Yeah. I work for food. I do too. Yeah, I will work I for food. Too. Yeah. I do too. Mm-hmm. So we talked about what ignites our soul, which really we kind of already led into like our why. Mm-hmm. Like, what is our why? And I know for me community and connection when I think of that I think about the work that I did with my grandmother growing up she was really big in the community I mean she would have I didn't appreciate it then but she would have me in food kitchens Mm -hmm. I mean we were doing all all toy drives turkey drives like my grandmother was huge in the community and for me I wanted to continue her legacy, Mm. which is why I started doing the community work, having my son alongside of me so he could understand because he has a a more privileged life. So I wanted him to understand and, you know, really be able to be in a community. So that was really important for me and my why. And then my son, my son is like a huge wife. Nasir Patrick, mama loves you, <laughs> but he's like a real huge why for me and why I do the things yeah. that I do. Um, he's the thing that keeps me going, right? Them days that I feel tired, I don't I don't want to show up. He's why I show up. Yeah. Every, every day I show up because I know he's watching me and I know how important it is for him to have someone, not just someone, because he has a, a whole family, a dad, who really is showing him how to be a leader. Mm-hmm. But as a black woman from South Central, I wanted him to be able to see his mom be a leader. So yeah. he gets to see that every day. Oh, and you can see it too. Like every time I run into him, so polite, so loving, mm-hmm. articulate. Like that is mm-hmm. a smart kid, tall as fuck. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> says that. <laughs> like, I think his shoes, like what? If, Definitely. What's his shoe size? Like, 15 his dad started buying 15s <laughs> and then another why for me is because of where I grew up I lost so many mm. friends to gang violence mm-hmm. and mass incarceration which is why I started together let's rise that's been a huge why you know a couple of years ago I lost one of my best friends I that. that I grew up yep. with since elementary you know, and it's like it, it's just a constant reminder that work still needs to be done because here I am in my 40s, like rest in peace because my best friend was murdered. Right. You know, it, it's just a never ending. So this is my why I've lost too many friends to gangs and incarceration. So I have to keep going. Yeah. Right. Yeah. For the next generations on. Yeah. And honestly, I mean, it's it may not be something we immediately solve in our right. direct lifetime. But to be able to set that culture and that yes, tone yes, and yes, that yes. expectation. Plant the seed yeah. And watch it grow. I was just watching. Uh, I can't remember. It was TikTok or Instagram the uh-huh. other day. And it was this. Um, I can't even remember the guy's name. I'll have to look it up. But he was talking about how uh, we we need to give conditional love. 
Yes. And the reason we need to give conditional versus unconditional love mm-hmm. is because we have expectations. Mm-hmm. We want certain things from people. So there really isn't this unconditional love because everything comes with a condition, right? Yeah. And sort of that's the community I want to create is I want to create a community of conditional love. I'm going to love you, you know, whether you do some weird shit or not, but I have expectations and I have expectations of my community. I have expectations of those that I communicate with, that I work mm-hmm. with professionally, personally. Mm-hmm. So I'm on this new kick now and this new mindset of I'm loving conditionally Lau. Mm. It, there's no more of this unconditional love. I'm loving conditionally because I want to put guidelines. I want to put, um, you know, structure. And I want you to know that I have high expectations of you mm-hmm. and I have high expectations of our community. And, and don't being you better. think you can do that with unconditional? So I, I, I use a term um, coined by... Um, I know y'all gonna take this out, but I um, <laughs> no. Carl, said no. Un- you have to, LJ. Unconditional positive regard. Now I'm gonna tell you why I like unconditional. Uh-huh. A lot of times we struggle to love people unconditionally, right? Yeah, it's always yep. conditions, yeah. right? Whether but you can say it or we not. still say, "I love you despite of"? Yeah, I have high hopes for you, like my son. No matter what he does, like I love him and he knows mm-hmm. it's unconditional, but he also knows that I think highly of him. Yeah. Right. I have expectations, but if you don't meet those expectations, I don't love you no less. Right. Right. right? And I think that's kind of what I need you a were new, saying. yeah, and I need a, a new, new term, term for that yeah. though, because unconditional exactly. is not working for me because yeah. I feel like unconditional gives people this excuse to like just act out of act like a fool. And so I don't like, yeah. And I don't like the term unconditional. Because I think people don't really give unconditional love though. They don't. Yeah. And even even like, if you say like, I have unconditional love for you, Mm -hmm. there's still maybe like a hidden agenda or maybe, maybe it's purely unintentional and you're unaware. I don't unconditional love my son now. (laughs) Now, (laughs) I won't say that about nobody else, but him. Nas, don't listen to that. Don't go do something so. Definitely. You know. I need a new term. I need a new term for that. Yeah. I need a new term. Because we could still set those expectations right with love. Mm-hmm. Right? Let, let's do everything out of love. Yeah. Let's drop condition. Yep. Let's drop unconditional and just say love. And just get rid of that term. Ooh, I like yeah, that. Just love. Community of love. I feel like Diddy. Love. You know how Diddy be like, love. You know, just love. Right? I can, I'll listen to him say love all day long. <sighs> you know me, you got different tastes. <laughs> Ooh, we'll have to have a full episode on that. No, we don't. No, we do not. We do not. I think the audience would love that. No, everybody think I have a certain type. So like definitely not. Yeah. Um, so Monty is standing in front of the board. Oh, we covered. We covered oh, we that. pretty much got it. Yeah, we covered that. Okay, so for like a, like a closeout. Yeah. Yeah. How do we like? Do we bring? Do we have to figure out how to like bring it all back together? No, you can say like, look, this is like you got a glimpse of like, oh, what our conversations look like here. That's right. Um, today we talked about conditional, unconditional love, but um, just kind of stay tuned to like what we're going to start bringing forward. Um, something like that, you know what I mean? 
That was only 15 minutes? Damn. Total 46 minutes. Oh, okay. Okay. So we, okay. Okay. So we could wrap up because I'm sweating. Yeah. <laughs> and I like that part that LJ mentioned, kind of like, you know, like. Yeah. Like talking about our why. Yeah. And we're like, you know, Stay we're tone. getting into this and, mm-hmm. you know. Kind of like maybe I forgot even, what he said. Say it again, LJ. Well, I think oh. it was kind of like um, he kind of mentioned like you know, bear with us, everyone. Like we're figuring out what's going to be best for us and for communicating with you right. guys and how best we can bring value and mm-hmm. comedy and love, mm-hmm. all kinds of love to everyone listening to us and mm-hmm. like our guests that come on and listening right. to them. And so you know, this is episode one of Amplify the Soul Show. Like. Can like can we just go back for like I, I don't know a couple of weeks or whatever like just yeah like uh, here we are today from that, from that one phone call that I gave you yeah right to and the thing was I told you I have been thinking about a podcast for long uh, time. a while a while yeah. and I I was supposed to do it with one person she ended up getting pregnant and then the pandemic hit. Then I start doing lives with my cousin, right? And I I always go back and do lives because I love the interviewing, right? And then we kind of halted. And, you know, she's running a business. She's like a a big head in her career. You know, she has kids. So I was like, okay, who could... And then one of my other girlfriends that I would do this with, um, Veronica, she already has a podcast. And I'm like, okay... Who has like free time, not free time, like we do, we really work, but who has flexibility in their their schedule? schedule. Like we were here on a Thursday at 12 o'clock. Most people don't have that flexible schedule, right? right? So I was like... It I mean, just came to me. It just flowed. And I didn't so know you easy. were going to say yes that quick. You didn't even think about it. You no. was like, yes. Mm-mm. So I was like, okay. It was, it was too like too easy and natural and it just flowed. It was everything like, like literally people don't know how easy this was to get started. Literally. Cause at first we were like, thanks to LJ and doing? purple banner. Yeah. <laughs> purple banner. Thank you. You, you start making phone calls and everything just started coming together. I was told, like, even our first sponsor. Yeah. Yep. Like, we couldn't do this without, like, a lot of the equipment we have today comes from Sarah Monic. We yes. have great companies. Shout out we to Sarah Monic, yeah, our and first T- sponsor. TSMA Consulting, thanks to them for the, like, great partnerships that they've been providing over yes. the past couple of years. And then just our community of family. Mm-hmm. Literally, exactly. Us. Up. Yes, 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 yes. And and that's what you're going to see from us. You know, we're about community connection and healing, right? Yeah. You know, and we're just getting started. So you're going to see some bloopers. You're going to see some funny <laughs> shit. We're going to curse because I curse yeah. a lot. You do too. Oh, yeah. I mean, I get it from my mama. with us, right? My, my mama curse Oh, a my lot God. My too. mom is. Yeah. I fucking love you. I'm fucking mad. Well, it's <laughs> just that all the time. Okay. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You know, and we're just trying to bring people healing, comedy, love, education. Yes. Intellect. All of it. We're going to have some, some of everything on this podcast for people. Yep. I think so. Mm -hmm. It's the first of the month. Yes. (laughs) September 1st, our first day recording. Here we go. Yes. And we have a lot more for you all. 
Can't wait to see everyone on the yes. next one. Yes. Thanks for joining us for our first podcast. Woo! Woo! We woo! It. <laughs> oh, air. I left it on.